0: Welcome to the podcast. My name is Autumn. I'm your host. Grab a notebook, a pencil, a snack, a drink, and let's get into it. What is up guys? Welcome to another episode of... Did you just see my stomach? That was weird. Anyway, welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today I just want to talk to you about something really quick something that is very 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 important and something that you need to live a godly life this key this this step that you need to living a godly life so let's just get right into it i want to talk to you today about focusing on god about not getting distracted about getting rid of distractions So, let's talk about it. Okay, so I want to start off by reading you a little verse. It says, it's Colossians 3, 2. It says, think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. Think about the things of heaven. I feel like as Christians, or as people just in general, we are distracted very easily. Right? So, as a, a youth student, if you're a youth student, maybe you can get this. Like, we go to youth camp, right? And we go expecting a life-changing thing to happen. And it does. You you get lit on fire for God. You are filled with the Holy Spirit fresh. You have a new love for worship. You you The Lord speaks to you to do things. And you're like, all right, let's go. Let's do it. And then you get back. And the first day, you know, you read your Bible. You pray. It's great. But then you don't. You just stop. Something happens. Either either the, either the devil tells you, um, you can just wait to do this later. Or you get a little bit scared. You're like, no, that's not what he said. I can't really do that. Or you just get distracted. Right? You spend four hours on TikTok. And then you're at school. And then you're like, I'm so tired. I need to take a nap. You go, you take a nap. And then it's dinner time. And you didn't do your homework or you didn't clean yet. So you go do that, and then you eat your dinner, and then it's like, oh well, I have homework to do. So then I you do you go you do your homework, and then it's bedtime. So you go to bed, and then you wake up, and you overslept. So you wake up, and you go to school, and you come home, and you need to do your homework, and then you need to take a nap, and then you need to eat a snack, and then you need to do your chores, and then, well, I mean you've, it's been a busy day, so you need to. Relax and watch some more TikTok. Four hours goes by. It's dinner time. Eat dinner. Get ready for bed. Take a shower. Get yourself ready. Lay out your clothes. Go to bed. You wake up. Time to go to school. And that's how it is. You you are thinking about the things of earth. Your your eyes maybe not on purpose. Most of the time, it's not on purpose. A lot of the times, it's not on purpose. Your eyes are just fixed on things of this world. Right? You're thinking about, you know, what you're going to wear. you think you're... A lot of the times, it's social media. I found myself, when I look at social media for too long, my brain is just filled with that. Just, like, images of people, reels that I watched, recipes I want to try... My brain is just full of that. And when I try to go to sleep, that's all I can think about. It, it just gets you off track. And you're not thinking about the things of God. And the more you think about the things of God, the more that it becomes you. The more that it devours you. The more that it just, you think about it. Right? So I want to talk about the importance of making sure you make a priority of these things right? you give reading your bible top priority you understand the importance of you can't just do it later the bible says that we are supposed to live ready right and if 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 jesus came back right now and said what do you have to show for yourself you would feel pretty bad wouldn't you because you'd be like, "Oh, those things you told me to do, I thought I was too young," or I just put them off till later, until I it would be the perfect time, until I got all the resources I needed, until more people could come, until I felt like it. Well, I was tired that day. Well, no excuse is going to be good enough. No excuse is going to be good enough. Whether you're going into ministry, whether you're not, whatever it is, whether you're in ministry, whether you're you work at wherever, There's things that God told you to do that you need to do. And maybe you're like, God, why aren't you speaking to me new things to do? Maybe you are praying, God, why why aren't you speaking to me new things to do? You know, I feel like you're just not giving me direction. Did you do the last thing that he told you to do? Be faithful with a little and he will give you much. Right? Like the, the parable of the master who gave three servants bags of gold right the first one invested it he risked it and he got a return the other guy did the same got a return the last guy was like well I was afraid I was gonna mess up so I just didn't do anything with it I just hid it and I feel like I just got off track because I was talking about focusing and now I'm talking about hiding and being afraid of messing up, but it kind of goes along the same way. We get off focus because we're like, I feel like I'm not going to do this right. So I'm just not going to do it at all. I'm just going to wait until I'm better. I'm just going to wait till I didn't make a mistake today to read my Bible. And let me tell you, when you make a mistake, you need to read your Bible. Literally every answer to every problem you could ever have is in the Bible. It's God's literal words. In the Bible, it's him speaking to you, him telling you what you need to do, him telling you, this is why this happened. This is what's happening. This is what you need to do. This is the solution to your problem. Don't get distracted. Don't get so preoccupied with things of this world that you forget the tasks, the task that God entrusted you with. Understand the importance of living a life totally focused on God. God's word says in Isaiah that he will keep him in perfect peace. He whose mind is fixed on him because he trusts in him. If you are not in peace, if you're anxious, if you're depressed, if you're worried or whatever, fix your eyes on God. What does that mean? It means reading your Bible. It means focusing on him. It means worshiping him. It means praising him. It means thinking about his goodness. Thinking about all he's done in your life. Thinking about what he's done for you. Thinking about what he's going to do for you. Think about him. Get him Get him on your mind. Get your eyes and your mind fixed on him. Be fixated with him. Listen to podcasts. Read books. Not even just the Bible. Read books by Jonathan Shuttlesworth. Ted Shuttlesworth. Read There's so many good books out there. There There's so many good podcasts out there that are God's word, but just sometimes you need someone else to just like, this is what this means. You're listening to a podcast right now. You're doing a good job. Get it in you. Right? His word is a lamp unto my feet and a light to my path. If your life isn't going the way you want it, are you doing what you're supposed to do to get it to be the way you want? You want your life to be all about God and you want your life to be focused on him and you want your life to be led by God, but are you letting him lead you? If you want your life to be led by God, you have to look at God to see where he's leading you, right? Let me say that again. If you want your life to be led by God, you have to look at where he's leading you. When you're when you're on... Okay, let's say... You're on a, 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 what do they call it when you go on a place and you walk and they're leading you? A tour, maybe. I don't know. Something, you're on a trail and there's this tour guy, this leader guy person thing. girl I don't know. And they're leading you and they're like, this is where we go here. You go over here to get to this place. Okay, so you want to go to this restaurant? Well, you have to take this path because it will lead you here. But you weren't looking at that person, you were looking somewhere else. You got distracted and we're looking over here this way. And then you're like, okay, I need to get here. What do I do? Why aren't you leading me, person? tour God, I paid you to lead me, to guide me here, but you weren't looking there to see where they were leading you. You get frustrated when you're not being, quote unquote, led by the spirit, but God is leading you, but you're not looking. Fix your eyes on him. Fix your eyes on him. Proverbs 4.25 says, look straight ahead of you. Let me just look. I don't want to misquote it. Let me look it up. Proverbs. Nope, not that. Nope, nope, nope. Proverbs 4.25. This is one of my favorite verses. It says, look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. Mark out a straight path for your feet. Stay on the safe path. Do not get sidetracked and keep your feet from following evil. Look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. The best way to not get distracted is to lock your eyes on what lies before you. To lock your eyes on heavenly things, not earthly things. And I'm not saying that a little bit of social media is bad. I'm just saying, what are your eyes fixed on? Right? Where your treasure is, there your heart is also. So where you spend your time is where your heart is. Where you spend your time is where you want to be. So if you spend all your time doing this one certain thing, that's where your heart's going to be. That's where you're like, oh, I poured all my time into this. This is what I love. Because you do what you love most of the time. Most of the time, unless you hate your job. But if you spend a lot of time reading God's word, listening to worship music, listening to podcasts, reading books about God and his word, learning more about him. That's where your eyes are going to be. That's where your heart's going to be. You poured your time into this and you're going to, you're going to see the benefits. Matthew 6, 33 says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all this will be added unto you. When you seek god's kingdom he'll give you everything if you're worried about well if i do this i'm not going to have time to do this he will add everything unto you if you seek first his kingdom pastor luke did a a series a sermon series about praying and he said that a lot of times people think that you know they they spend an hour of their day praying that's an hour of time they could do something else but he said the secret place gives you secret passage the secret place gives you secret passage when you spend time with God he's going to supernaturally make you place you ahead of everybody because if you seek his kingdom first everything else will be added unto you not seek first God's kingdom and then you'll be far behind but you'll be blessed and highly favored in heaven Seek first the kingdom of God, and all this will be added unto you. Now, you seek God's kingdom first, and he's going to bless you. Right? King Solomon wanted wisdom. He said, "What, what do you want? God said to Solomon, what do you want? And Solomon said, wisdom. He was seeking first. He said, wisdom to lead God's people. Wisdom to do what you've called me to do. That's what I want. And then God gave him riches beyond measure beyond whatever you could think a lot of stuff right so don't worry about getting behind falling behind whatever seek first god's kingdom don't get distracted the devil wants to distract you he doesn't want you to seek first god's kingdom he doesn't want you to go stronger he doesn't want you to love God with your whole soul and your all your heart and all your mind. He wants you to be distracted. He wants you to think that God comes second. That God doesn't really care, so why should I care? He wants you to think that you're doing good not reading your Bible every day. He wants you to think you're doing good. I mean, you're not murdering people so you're fine. No. Seeking God's kingdom is literally what being a Christian is that's what we were created to do without seeking God's kingdom what are you doing as a Christian (laughs) what are you doing literally I can't think what are you doing what's the point of saying you're a Christian if you're not seeking first God's kingdom I'm just wondering The devil doesn't want you to be prosperous and live a great life. He wants you to be miserable. He he literally wants you dead. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He wants to steal all of your blessings. He wants to kill you and everything you love, everything that brings you joy. He wants to destroy your life. And then send you to hell. He wants you to live hell on earth and then go to hell after you die. That's what he wants. But God wants you to live heaven on earth and then go to heaven with him forever. Which sounds better? Hell on earth and then hell for real? Or heaven on earth and then heaven for real? I think that heaven on earth and heaven for real sounds better to me. Now what you can do is you can accept Jesus into your heart and he's your Lord and Savior. You love him. He loves you. You're a Christian. But then you don't understand that God loves you, that God wants to give you every good and perfect thing. Every good and perfect thing comes from him. He, he, you don't know that he wants you to know that. You think that I'm a Christian, now I have to suffer because I'm a Christian, because the word of God says in some places that you'll be persecuted for knowing him. And people just take that and think, okay, now I'm supposed to live a terrible life. So you live hell on earth and then you go to heaven, which is also not what's supposed to happen. Why in the world would God create you to have a terrible life if he loves you? Why would, why, what would make you think? So, okay, if you're a parent, you probably understand this. I'm not a parent, but I understand this. So if you're not a parent, maybe you will understand this too. You didn't have a child just to let them have a terrible life. You didn't have a child to beat them, to give them rotten food till they become sick, to let them see all these other children having a great life, and just letting them know, I love you, so I'm going to punch you in the face. I got distracted mid-sentence. Because we have a special guest, Ralph. He's here. Sorry. Anyway, as I was saying, you did not have a child just to see them live a miserable life, to see them beaten up, malnourished, miserable. Then they grow up and that's not why you had a child. You had a child to love them, to provide for them. To give them the best life possible, and that's the same with God. If if a if you earthly fathers know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more does your heavenly Father know? Hmm. Hmm. God created you to live this wonderful, perfect life, but you have to seek Him. Right. If if a child was born and then just totally somehow ignored their parents and didn't ask for anything and didn't want anything that the the parents were trying to give them, they're going to live a bad life. If your parents are giving you food and shelter and clothing and love, but you say, no, I want to do that on my on my own. As a two-year-old, you go out and try to get a job, you try to get a house, you try to get your own clothes, make your own food, find love somewhere. That's not going to work out. Something terrible is going to happen. Death, destruction, something bad is going to happen. And that's what the enemy wants to happen to you. He wants you to think that you have to do this all by yourself. But you don't. God has everything you need. Everything you need is found in him. Everything you could ever want is in him and in his presence. And seeking him first, seeking him, reading your Bible first. Loving him first, acting like him, pushing aside all distracting, distraction and seeking spending time with him, abiding in him. He who abides in me, I will abide in them, God says. Spending time with him. So having a good life revolves around seeking God and not getting distracted by things of this world and not putting... Not taking this whole thing just, like, nonchalantly. Just, like, this is just my life and then my Christianity is just so I can feel better about myself. You know, I do this so that way I can go to heaven, but, you know, besides that, I don't really care. Let this burn in you. Ask God to remove any distractions that you're not supposed to have. Ask God to... align your heart with him to set hit to set you on fire for him ask God to seek seek search your heart not seek your heart search your heart and to know you he does know you ask him to seek why do I keep saying that I don't because I've been saying seek first so I keep saying seek instead of search search your heart and just remove any impurities to burn out any desires that you have that aren't of him to have to ask him to cause the things that aren't of him to become distasteful to you that you'll just continue to do those things maybe you don't even realize that you're doing something that god doesn't want you to do and you're like this is weird why am i doing this i don't like this anymore because he will because he loves you you think he wants like i was just saying you think he wants you to live a terrible life no why would he create you if you want if he wants you to live a terrible life? You know what I mean? Seek him. Talk to him. He's your father. He's your heavenly father. He loves you. Okay? Well, guys, that kind of concludes this episode. I hope that this helped you. I hope that you have made a decision to remove distractions to seek god's kingdom first to not let god's kingdom become cold and just not of desire for you right that you would not be lukewarm you'd be hot hot because if you're lukewarm god's gonna spit you out he's gonna throw you up he will vomit you out of his mouth when you are just i don't really care or it's fine don't be lukewarm be hot I hope you enjoyed this thank you very much for listening I really appreciate it so much that you take the time to listen to this that you are supporting me that you love me and you care about me because I love you I do and I'm very thankful for you and I'm trying to be more consistent we're getting better you know you know I hope you have a great day I don't know if it's snowing where you are as of right now It's snowing. Not snowing. Really. It's just snowy. It's cold. It's very cold. We went on a trip this weekend and we had to be outside a lot and it was three degrees and it was cold. And now I'm just cold to the inside all the way. But it's okay. The fast is over, guys. When you fast, are you really cold? I am. But now it can be warm with food in my belly. Anyway, thank you for listening. I love you. Have the best day you could ever have and eat some mac and cheese. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. I hope you have the best day of your entire life. And I hope you know that Jesus loves you with his whole heart.